All right. So hello and welcome to the therapy session for 30 on Broadway as we talk about the New York Rangers as I sit blocks away from Madison Square Garden. Good. Go there and punch just Chris Jury in the dick. <laughs> and coming in from the top rope is Nick. Uh, okay. So there's a couple of things that we could start off with. First off, hey, great preseason's over. I, I hate I talked about this just before on the Two for Roughing podcast. I hate the preseason. I hate the overreactions in the preseason. I hate a lot of it. I hated it more this year because, ironically, it got so much more coverage from ESPN and TNT that it felt like it was spring training for baseball. I don't care. I look at – I said this a a thousand times. I always look at individual efforts – in the preseason, and this is going to cause a heated debate, even though I am in agreement largely in the pro player side on this. Well, but you're going to say something really stupid that's going to no, get me not. really no, angry. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yes, but you let's are. Let's jump into this one thing. Let's jump into this captaincy bullshit right out the gate, okay? <sighs> Look, Gerard Gallant probably shouldn't have come out and said that he was going to name a captain. By the way, I would like everybody to congratulate me. I am, I too am now an alternate captain for the New York Rangers. So I would just like to thank everyone. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but 30 on Broadway has been announced as an alternate captain, as the alternate captain podcast of the New York Rangers and the NHL. Oh, no. So, uh, no, 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 no. We are the captain. We are, we are the captain now. We are the captain we, now. We, we are the captain um, now. But everybody's getting an A. I mean, you get an A, I get an A. Hell, I mean, you you go scalp tickets on the corner of the garden, you get an A. Um, look, I, I just find it really ironic. I, I do find it kind of troubling that we went through this whole thing of, oh, we're going to have a captain. We need to have a captain. And then you say we've got a lot of great leaders in the room. And then you come up and you basically say that we don't have anyone good enough to give the C to. So we're going to ride with six alternates again. Three on the homes, three away. You probably it's there's a little case of overpromise or underpromise, overdeliver. You probably shouldn't have said anything about it. You probably should have just said we're evaluating. We'll see where we're at. And then when you come out and you say, "Hey, look, we don't we don't like," not necessarily that we don't like, but we don't have a, the, the the piece that we want to go with just yet. Because look, face it, Chris Kreider is not the captain. He's not. And people, oh, he stuck up for, for, for Reeves on Subban. Okay, that's great, that's great. But those are glimpses, flashes in the pan. Those are the same. Yeah, it's his, it's his entire career. He his yeah. entire career is nothing more than a flash in the pan. You know, I personally, I think the captain is probably Lafreniere, and that's going to be in years from now. Maybe two years, maybe three years. Who knows? I if you, if if Mika if if Mika wasn't the captain last year, why is he all of a sudden the captain now? If Kreider wasn't the captain last year, why is he all of a sudden the captain no, now? If Kreider you wasn't know, the captain two years ago, why is he not? I mean, there's you know, but I find it ironic that people that are flipping out about this, and not everybody, but a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people are flipping out. Period about the whole thing, but a lot of people that are flipping out are the same people that a year or two ago were saying captains aren't a big deal. Captains don't really matter. Well, by but the now way, all of a sudden it's like, by the way, hey. by the way, that's been my stance the entire time, by the way. 
But but yeah, Nick is one of those. I don't agree with it. I think having a captain is important. No, and, I'm not saying that's not point. important. I'm not saying that it's not important. It is important. But, but it's the also interesting thing is, overrated by fans. fans. 1972 was the last time a team won the Stanley Cup without a captain. Yeah, and it was the Boston Bruins, and you know who they beat? Yeah, the New York Rangers. Just fun little trivia for you. Yeah, there you go. There's there's some uh, there's some MSG uh, Cadillac trivia right there. Yep, shoot that over to Sam. There you go. Well, it'll be a quick um, release. Uh, sorry. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. What? Oh, boy. All right. But listen, do I want them to name a captain just to name a captain? No. Okay. I, don't. I want you to stop reading off literally my list of tweets because literally I have said all of this. But the, you, I'm, not, I'm not reading it, any. I mean, this is like you're going right down my timeline right now. I'm not. That's not me. Not me. Not I. Um, is it a little bit ridiculous that you're going to have three away, three home? Yeah, I don't like that. Pick your three alternate captains or your four or whatever and just call it a day. You don't have to give an A to everybody. I didn't like when I didn't like when uh, Quinn did it. I don't really like when uh, like it now. Am I kind of irked that Gallant said he was going to name a captain and Drury said it's important to have a captain and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we don't have a captain. Yeah, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit Irked by it? Is it the end of the world? No, it's not. Yes, yes. I'd rather is. them find. I'd rather them give the captaincy to the right person and not shove it on another player like they did with Ryan McDonough, and it doesn't work. That's it. That's my thing. There you go. Yeah, I mean, no, that that's exactly it. Do I would rather them wait until the right guy emerges rather than. You, you put it on another guy who it should look. I am so against the idea of Adam Fox getting it. I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah, I, I, mean, like, just, I, I can't just because even he begin. won the Norris. Oh, make him the captain. No, no, no. And maybe he is. Maybe he maybe, is. Maybe, maybe he is. But look, I would not put that kind of undue pressure on a young player. After he just won the Norris Trophy, and, and he, the same thing, yeah, and the same argument can be said. Oh, give Kreider the captaincy so it, it motivates him. Are you serious? If if you need something to motivate you at the professional level, I hate to tell you, you're 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 not you're not the right kind of guy. Right. You you shouldn't need motivation at all. At all. So that's a that's a problem. Um, all right, let's jump into. All right. Are, are you, so I hope the ends of these sentences are good. So the, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to phrase this all. I can't see you, by the way. That's that, better. Now I can see you better. That it's like Chris, 30 on Broadway after dark. That Chris, Chris Drury, Drury completely has botched this Vitaly Krasov thing. Well, I'm going to say this. Chris Drury has done some very questionable, very questionable things early on in his general no, you, manager tenure. No, you, you, could say, you could say what it is. He's done some very stupid things. Well, but again, look, Jeff Gordon did some bad things in his tenure. Jeff Gordon did more good than bad. 
but again, yeah, but you could you could point to that. But the biggest one that has turned into really bad, which again has more of a problem now, and I'll explain why, because people were jumping on me about it. The Chris Kreider extension, one of the worst things that Jeff Gordon did. One of the worst. Chris Drury, right now, the two good things that he's done is Ryan Lindgren and Gerard Gallant. After that... I would put the Shesterkin extension there. Which it was good. I mean, it was, yeah. But it wasn't like he locked them up. It wasn't like, hey, we've locked in our guy forever. We're good to go. We don't have to worry about it. They gave him a little bit of a sizable bridge deal. They gave Ryan Lindgren a little bit of a sizable bridge deal, but it was the right deal for, for Lindgren. The Mika Zibanejad trade or the Mika Zibanejad signing didn't have a problem with it until the details came out. The basically full everything, no move, no trade, eight years. We'll take him till he's what, 30, 37? Yep. Or 38. Um, look, the money's not the issue. It's the term. It's a lot of term for a guy who has had injury concerns. Now, he hasn't had it overly lately. Last year, I know he got hampered by COVID. But past injuries with concussions, those don't just go away. You, you know, there is the risks down the road. You know, the, the, the ability to be more susceptible to getting a concussion down the road. Um, you're now saying Mika is our number one center. And does he fit all the pieces of a number one center? Most of them, but not all of them. So the money-wise, not really concerned. Again, the term, yeah. But the belief was that if the term was lower, the money would have been much higher. And it probably would have been out, out of the ballpark. But then you go and you do the Glenn Sather special and you throw every protection that you can. And this is why I have said this and I will continue to say this just really quick. The ESPN camera is gorgeous. I don't know if you're watching the game right now. The Penguins and Tampa Bay Lightning are on right now. And the camera feed actually looks closer to the ice than nor- than the old feeds. Yeah, I'm about to I'm about to put the game on. That looks pretty good. All right, back on topic. Um, I said this when Gordon and Davidson were fired, and all of a sudden Glenn Sather is in front and center on talk shows, on press conferences. There was a lot of things that happened that kind of reek of Glenn Sather's sticky fingers, and this is another one. The Sammy Blaze Pavel Buchnevich trade kind of stinks of that as well. These are other, again, other moves that are just like, okay, yeah, this guy's not just an advisor. There's more to it than that. And I don't like it. I know you kind of, you kind of felt a little different, but what's your thoughts on all of it? Because I just threw a lot uh, out there. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, where where would you like me to begin? Go right from the top rope. Uh, on on what? Like, uh, where where would you like me to start from? The captaincy. Is, the captaincies. Well, look, I, 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 I've said it for a while. I've been outspoken on it. 
Kreider's not the guy. He's never been the guy. And for anyone who's thinking that he is the guy, you need some help. Because he's just, he's not. He's not the guy. He has never been the guy. He never will be the guy. It's just Ranger fans have this ridiculous love of Chris Kreider, and I don't understand why. Because bottom line is, Ranger fans, like they do with most, like they do with most Rangers, they overrate them. Kreider has always been overrated by this fan base because you know he took a picture once with golf balls in his pants, and you know, oh, he's got a massive dong. So well, he jumped. He jumped out of a pool. He jumped out of a pool. With, you know, yeah. awesome. He um, had the. I will say this. He had the insane playoff run when he first broke into the NHL. Yeah, and we and we haven't seen that since. That was the most consistent stretch of hockey outside of last year when Panera went down that he's ever played in his entire career. But I digress. Yeah, I agree. Agree one hundred percent. I was going to say that, but I figured you were going to jump on it. So, but no. Kreider's not the guy. I think you see Meek is not the guy. I still, I, I thought Truba was going to be named captain. I'm, I'm a little bit shocked that he wasn't. But I, I just, when you, when you look at it in the, in the grand scheme of things, I don't mind having a leadership group until you feel like you have the right guy. So if that's what Gallant feels is best, you know, he's in the room every day. He's still learning a lot of these guys. I'm going to trust his judgment, okay? Look, Vegas didn't name a captain until last season with Mark Stone. Yeah. So, I mean, a little bit different. They were an expansion team, but this Ranger team's coming out of a rebuild. Look, and again, I've said it, and I said it, and I'll say it again. If the right guy, I would rather the Rangers continue to wait and see to name a captain rather than just slapping the C on the guy and giving him undue pressure to deal with. So in that respect, if they don't feel like there's, you know, there's a guy there that's a captain, then that's fine with me personally. Next. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. I like Chris, I, I like some things that Chris Jury has done, but boy, oh boy, this, this Vitaly Krasov thing is really... And I think it's now it's showing a Ranger organizational failure. There are issues in this organization because Kravtsov is not the first guy to have an issue with the organization. Leas Anderson also did. I get it. Leas Anderson's not good. But when there are multiple players who are, who are saying that they have an issue with this organization, there is something going on. Like, Kraftsaw yeah, no, wanted I don't out, disagree. Lydia Swanted I don't out. Look, Brendan Lemieux asked for a trade last year to get out. Um, I forgot who another player was who had who had mentioned something about the organization. But there there is something going on with this club. But look, here the, the bottom line is, yes, is Kraftsaw a little bit of a baby stomping his feet, throwing a temper tantrum? Absolutely. Is he right for doing it? Absolutely. Especially when Chris Drury came out and said one of the biggest determining factors in trading Pablo Butchnevich was opening ice time for their two young right wingers, a.k.a. Capo Caco and Vitaly Kravtsov. 
So, what the hell are you doing? The lie detector test determined that was a lie. Because yeah. if you're telling if you're telling me with a straight face, Julian Gauthier and Dryden Hunt are better options to help the Rangers win than Vitaly Kravtsov is, I am going to look right in your face, and I am going to say with all due respect, you are a liar, because Julian Gauthier sucks. I hate to break this to this little fan club that he has uh, of Ranger fan. Like Julian Gauthier is a mass kind of like a cult like fan club with Ranger with a certain sect of Rangers fans. And I hate to tell you guys this, but he's not good. He's not. He is a poor man's version of Kreider. He literally does what Kreider does, just a little bit worse. Okay? He's a good skater. He's a big body. He's a better but, skater. He's actually a better skater. But his finishing ability is like me as a junior in high school. It's not there. I, okay? yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I'll, 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 I'm going to tackle this on both sides because I think. Um, no, you're hedging your bets. You can't see you. You are. No, a poli- you are a politician. I am. I'm, I'm going to take both sides. No, I am yeah, being yeah. the moderate. Damn it. I am being the middle yeah, man. Politician. No, there's no such thing. That's you know nowadays. That's no such thing. You you're are... either far. You are either a far left nut job or a far right nut or far right nut job. Far right, right. So, uh... um, yeah, no, I'm 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 trying to look at things objectively and try to see things from all sides. And I'll I'll tell you right now. Oh, the so sides saying, are stacked. So you're saying Hold that on. you're you, with your your vision, with your eyesight. I am looking trying to, to see, see straight ahead. I am trying I to see you said, straight ahead. I thought you said you were trying to see both sides. I am trying to see both sides and bring both sides to the middle, okay? Here's my thing. But I'm telling you right now, I'm leaning more heavily towards Kratzoff's side because I agree with a lot of what you said. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to paint a little bit of a thing here. There is a problem. There is a red flag here. And a lot of people aren't talking about this. Okay. You now have two front offices, two head coaches in the NHL that have clearly seen that there's something not right or there's something wrong on the Kratzoff side. You have now seen twice that Kratzoff didn't get what he wants. The first time he 100% didn't deserve it. This time you can argue he does. But you've now seen twice in the NHL that he doesn't get what he wants, and he goes screaming and kicking his feet and wanting to trade. He, I believe, also did this in the KHL, if I'm not mistaken. So there is a track record. There's a there's a a bad track record. All right, is he better than Julian Gauthier? It's not even you. Anyone that wants to tell me that Julian Gauthier deserves the roster spot more than Vitaly Kratsov, you're insane. The only thing I can say is. We don't know what is going on behind the scenes. And you could thank, there's some people out there that you could thank. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go all reference right, back to, right. hold on, hold on. Go reference back to Keandre Miller and the whole Tony D'Angelo and all that stuff. And you'll know, go watch those press conferences and you'll, you'll get what I'm talking about. Uh, the New York Ranger world is very closed off to, individuals that aren't Larry Brooks 
or Vince Ricagliano or yeah. But the Rangers also you know, lie to Larry Brooks and Rick Carpignello and stick their hands up their asses and work them like a puppet. All right. So, all right. But that's kind of part of my point. You don't really, it's not an open access. You can't, you know, you can't go to practices. You can't see what's going on in, in things. They're not transparent about anything. They really aren't. The most transparent and the only transparent thing that this franchise has really ever done, especially in the Dolan era, is the rebuild letter. That's it. If you want to be honest, um, but I have to believe that there is something that's going on off the ice or behind the scenes of the ice that has caused Gerard Gallant. Cause at the end of the day, I know we're blaming Drury and this is Drury's fuck up. And it is at the end of the day, it is Gerard Gallant makes the call on his lineup. See, Gerard I, Gallant is I saying, will, I will I, say- this guy's not a fit. But hold on, wait, 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 wait. I just wonder if they went to him and said, we're not going to put you in the top six. We're going to put you on the third line right winger for now. Get get everything going. And if he stormed off and caused a fit, and they said, you know what? You need more time. We're going to send you to Hartford. Because don't forget, he was injured. He didn't really play much in the preseason. And for what he played, he wasn't that great. He had a good opening period in the first game of the preseason. And he looked good in the preseason game against the Islanders, which was the same with Filipino. Filipino didn't look all that great through preseason. And then he looked phenomenal in, in the final game. And that's part of why I hate preseason. So part of me looks at it and says, you know what? There's other players that have done it. There's other players that are better than you that have done it. This, They've gone this, and this, come back. This was stupid. This should never have been. He is but, better. No, no, no. Do you want to know why it would have never happened, how it should have never happened? And I agree with you with this. If they would have traded Chris Kreider back during the rebuild start, none of this would be happening. We wouldn't have traded Pavel Buchnevich because we wouldn't have had to. And we really didn't need to. We didn't really have to now anyway. And we wouldn't be in the position that we're in right now. We wouldn't have been. Honestly, am I am I wrong? I don't know. I, look, the problem yeah. that I think is Julian Gauthier, like you said, Julian Gauthier's got hands of cement. I mean, he literally has two cement blocks in the Hudson River, and he he it's it's insane the the stone hands that he has. But he's big, he's fast, and every time he's on the freaking ice, he is noticeable, and he has been noticeable all preseason the I problem is care. the guy i get that the problem is the guy can't score the, this is the thing that drives me up a flipping wall okay it's, it's gonna go back to it's, the it's same gonna thing go it's back the to the thing. he tries hard it's the same thing at jobs okay you have co-workers and i'm sure you have co-workers like this because i know i have where they will do a hundred different things during a day to make it look like they're busy because they're no, keeping I agree. themselves busy. I agree. But I agree hundred percent. The are they getting anything accomplished? No, but you know, and I know because I've seen that same thing in the and, business world. And Julian Gauthier is literally the living embodiment of that. He is literally the, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to forecheck really well. I'm going to be in on the forecheck. I'm going to skate around the zone 
and I'm going to be moving my legs and I'm going to be doing all this stuff. And yes, it looks great. And it looks like he's doing something, but at the end of his shift, does anything positive for the Rangers come out of it? No, I, and I, don't, I don't disagree with you. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. The problem is, is you and I both know, and we've seen this happen time and time again, both in sports and not in sports. We have seen where those types of people will push through because, oh, I, I have to make it look like I'm doing stuff. It happens to me all the time. I used to take care of so much crap professionally in my job. And I never, I never, it was, I was, I was a mouse. You never saw me. I got my shit done. I took care of my things. And then you had other people that were completely inept, completely incapable, but they were noisy and they were loud and they made themselves visible to everybody. And people always be like, Oh, they do so much. And it's like, no, they don't. They're just good fabricators. They're good showmen. That's, that's all it is. My wonder is, do they think that they can untap Gauthier and get the poor man's Kreider? Oh, God. That can actually score. If he hasn't played. And that's what scares me. No, and he can't. And you can't. He hasn't shown it yet. He'll never show it. In the NHL, I guarantee he goes over to Europe, bigger ice. He'll be amazing. Probably. But I will say, yeah, Kratzoff should be in the roster. There's got to be something else going on that we're not we're not on it. It's the same thing with Julian Gauthier. Like, like the, it's the same thing with Ranger fans who are now finally saying, oh, Gerard Gallant's finally the coach that will unlock Chris Kreider. Dude, he's been in the league now. This is his 10th season. You haven't seen it now? I hate to tell you. Yeah, you're not going to see it. You ain't never seeing it. Yeah, you're not going to – you're never going to see it. But – I, I I do have there are major red flags to me with Kratzoff himself, regardless of if he deserves it or not. And I agree, he should be on that roster. I f- have a hard time where if you don't get your way every single time, it's bam, I want to trade. That but it's I, also I fired it's my also, agent. I fired also, my agent last year. Look, this is the new breed of athlete. And this I don't. And I'm, the, I get this that. This is the new model of athlete. You have to. It's not even the them. new. It's not even just the new breed of athletes. The new breed of anything. Well, uh, whatever. I'm not getting into a, a philosophical thing. But, no, but I, I mean, you, I, you get. I get what you're saying. It's just everything is instantaneous. It's, it's instant gratification. It's, it's I have to be successful now, and if I'm not successful now, I you will do something for me, and you will make me successful. And that's not how it works out in the end. It doesn't. It doesn't. But, but Only also, you can help prevent wildfires. Okay, thank you, Smokey. <laughs> but no, but also the Rangers look like idiots here because they've killed their own asset, the value of they their have. own asset. And it's, it's two times now. It's two times. It's two times in recent. I mean, we haven't even talked about the terrible draft management that has plagued this organization for years. Yeah, well, now you're looking at two of your your top uh, of your top last ten. in the last five years, two top ten draft picks in the last five years that are no longer going to be with the organization. And well done. Look, well people, done. people will say, well, they got Lafreniere and they got Kako. That's like saying Edmonton got Connor McDavid. You, you could have been backed into it blind. And you would have been, you would have made, you would have been fine. That didn't take a whole lot. You get the first pick or the second pick, it doesn't take a whole lot. 
there's not a whole lot there that you got to work no, on what, what to figure out. You know, what separates good teams from great teams is what Tampa Bay did with their scouting department. Nikita Kucherov laid in drafts. Uh, signing Brayden Point as an undrafted free agent. You know, yep. the Yanni Gords of the world. Like, that's what separates good teams from great teams. And right now, the Rangers are not a great team because they have a in whole that regard, hell of in a that lot, regard. A hell of a long way to go. And this now creates a big question marks on them for the right wing side. Now you're gonna now you're shifting Kreider over into that position. Now, no, now what you're doing is you're saying, okay, Julian Goche, all right, after Capo Caco, um, Goche, you're gonna be our third line, uh, our third right, our third line right winger. Okay, enjoy that when he scores two goals all year. That'll be fun. So, yeah, I, I look. I think the rebuild has gone a little sideways here. I, ironically, I actually really am starting to like Sammy Blaze. I thought he looked real good in the preseason. I thought he's looked real good. That trade, regardless, that trade looked bad then. It started to look. It, it didn't look good with Sammy Blaze even still in the preseason, but you started to kind of be like, all right, maybe we could get over this. If now, you can separate yourself from Butchnevich in that deal, Sammy Blay is a good hockey player and will now, fill a need for the Rangers. What now? Jesus Christ. That trade was a disaster. It was a disaster from jump, and Chris Drury has done nothing but make it worse. So, and it's this is and good. It's actually, to me, it's actually. If they don't have success out of the gate here and things kind of go a little sideways and this whole Kratzoff thing does not repair itself in a, in a way that works out, a la, do they take him and flip him to get Jack Eichel, maybe? No, that, 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 door, that door is do shut. They take him, do they take him and flip him to Ottawa to try to get a, a Brady Kachuk who no, they, they're, Ottawa they're gonna, can't get signed? No, they're going to send him to Arizona yeah. for Phil Kessel. Yeah, like some people were saying, oh, he's going to Arizona for Kessel. He's going to St. Louis for Tarasenko. Um, Look, I I think the window for Drury could be very short. Uh, Because this could have been major. This could be some major hiccups. No, because you don't fire Jeff Gordon to promote a guy who you denied from taking other GM uh, – positions like when when the penguins when jim rutherford stepped down and the penguins wanted to interview him the rangers blocked it uh i think they blocked it with the sabers the rangers have been holding on to him for a while because they felt he is the heir apparent you're not firing him off of one bad year so yeah no we're not that, well, no, i'm that, not saying after no 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 i'm not saying you're gonna fire him at the end of the season i'm not saying that but i'm saying if things go sideways here within the next couple of years They'd this have is, to go. They'd you, have to go. You catas- could sit back. It would have. You to could go, sit back and point to these moments. It would have to go catastrophically bad, like our time Panarin demands out. Oh God! Oh boy! Nah, I don't think that'll ever happen. Well, that's but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it would have. It would have to be an unmitigated disaster. Look, do I know what the Rangers are doing? Not entirely. Do the Rangers know what they're doing? Absolutely not. From I know the they're going to go into tomorrow night's game with the Washington Capitals and they're going to be looking for fights and they probably won't be any. I wouldn't be surprised if there's none. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Wilson runs away like a little girl, like he did half the time that he had a chance and then all of a sudden got an injury in the first period and never came back. 
I wouldn't be surprised. I still think regardless, this season, this year, this is the year the Rangers need to make the next step and they need to make the playoffs. They need to take that next step. The window is opening. You don't want to do anything to close that window at all a little bit. And unfortunately, I think they've done that now. How are they recover and rebound and get back on track from it? That's that's the big question for the Rangers right now. There you go. So Washington Capitals and then home opener Thursday night, Dallas Stars. Are you ready? Yeah. You're supposed to say the other thing. What, what, what was, the, what was Your other thing. The other thing well, that you always say well, close well, out the uh, episode. Oh, I, I, no, we're not doing that. Chris no, Jury. Chris Jury has taken. Chris Jury has taken your whoop whoop. Yeah, <laughs> that he sounds is. really bad. That sounds really bad. Chris Jury is doing enough whoop whooping for the rest that of us. Sounds, that sounds terrible. All right. We will see you all next week. We are recapping the first week of New York Rangers hockey. So we will be back next time.